This episode of the Go Vita podcast proudly brought to you by Bee Power, a great source of natural energy. Welcome to the Go Vita podcast, where your vitality is our passion. It's time to supercharge your health and wellness to take the next step on being the best version of you. Let's get underway. Hello and welcome to the Go Vita podcast, the show dedicated to bringing you the latest and greatest wellness advice so that you can enjoy the health and vitality that you deserve. Marcus Pierce here with you, CEO of the Wellness Couch Podcast Network, and today we are talking all things Manuka honey. To help us understand Manuka honey a whole lot more, I'm going to have a chat with two men who have been surrounded by honey since the day they were born. And I'm not joking. Nicholas and Nathan Mayolo grew up watching their father, Frank, meticulously work the land of the fertile Kudjigong River Valley in central west New South Wales. Frank was producing high-quality honey products for Australians, and since the introduction of Nicholas and Nathan into the family business in 2004, their father's global vision for the company has been realised. Today, Honey Australia produces and packs up to 500 metric tonnes of honey annually for honey lovers in Australia, New Zealand, China, Singapore, the United States, and the United Arab Emirates. To provide you and I with an education on honey, especially Australian Manuka honey, we are going to shoot over to the UAE, to Dubai, in fact, and say a very warm welcome to Nick and Nathan Mayolo. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks, Marcus. It's great to have you on. First of all, I want to know, Nick, what was it like growing up in a honey family from the day you were born you've been surrounded by honey was it on the menu for breakfast lunch and dinner well look halfway through our life um obviously we we got more involved in in honey with dad um you know growing up going to school and then looking for something to do after uh dad said you know what why don't you guys come and work with us so moving through that um having honey was something that we had at home all the time and you know dad making new and innovative products and uh, adding flavors or, you know, making cream honey to, you know, special formulas like pollen fusion, and uh, flavored honeys for using with cooking. It was something that was always around the house. Mm. And just to, to mention there, Marcus, um, Dad was always very passionate. It's something that we uh, we watched him grow up and, you know, um, with with uh, having the beehives and having uh, a tourism business in in Mudgee, so he uh, was very passionate about um, uh, making uh, good quality honey products that can uh, help people, and uh, that was his big dream to uh, market those products uh, to the world, and that sort of uh, has given us that inspiration that we need today to to continue um, that dream for him. Oh, it's a beautiful story. I just think a, a wonderful Australian family-owned and operated business. It is just a wonderful story, and and, and obviously with a, with an incredible product. I think Manuka honey. Um, it's something that particularly over the last ten or fifteen years, you know, many Australians have become far more aware of. We know that indigenous cultures in Australia and New Zealand, particularly, have been using Manuka honey for years. Can you share with us just some of the main benefits of Manuka honey to begin with? Well, generally the the benefits for manuka honey are it has antibacterial properties. So the the flower itself produces fennels, which when the bees um, obviously are collecting the honey and the pollen, taking that goodness back to the hive, there there is definitely benefits for managing your blood level sugars, um, 
researchers have also found that it can be an assistance for prebiotic when you're having it internally for um, gut health. And also, uh, hospitals have started to use it in surgeries where after surgery they're having um, wounds, they're putting it on their wounds, applying it with Band-Aids, and it, you know it's becoming something that more and more people are, are aware of, but the antibacterial properties in this, I suppose, this special honey is very high. So it's becoming more popular uh, because of the results that patients are seeing. Oh, it's a, it's fantastic to see. And again, like you said, you know, we just mentioned that, you know, any any culture, we know in Australia and New Zealand, but I know having uh, travelled particularly over to Ikaria, this Greek island known as the island where people forget to die, they are mad for their honey. And I think any culture that has, uh, you know, got a record of longevity, um, where you find longevity, you often find honey. It's such a wonderful natural product. But I think there's a lot of confusion these days with honey, um, whether it's, you know, quote-unquote quote normal honey um, or manuka honey. Can you just explain um, in as simple terms as, as possible what the difference is between, again, for want of a better term, normal honey and manuka honey? The difference between, well, look, the normal your normal honey, organic honey, raw honey from local markets, that's fantastic still. And we're not saying that you you should not you should stop buying that because you're, you're supporting your local farmers market, you're supporting your local beekeepers, and you know we, that's how we started our business. And we think that manuka honey is obviously uh, a different, higher grade and a stronger honey compared to your eucalyptus honey or your bush honey. And so, for that very reason, the research that we've been doing with uh, laboratories in Queensland, also uh, professors in Sydney University, they've been researching manuka honey from Australia for the last 10 years. So they've seen results um, with application for Band-Aids, as we spoke about earlier, and also internally for gut health. And that's because of the, the manuka flower and how the bees are collecting that. And they're seeing that there is grades of, of Manuka honey from MGO30 right through to over MGO1000. The simple answer is all honey contains natural enzymes and antibacterial properties. But, uh, you know, with, with uh, further research happening in Australia, um, you know, with different scientists and, and, and all, the, all the universities uh, here that are doing all the, the testing on Manuka honey have found that Manuka honey has more antibacterial properties compared to your raw organic honey. So let's talk about the gradings um, of Manuka honey. There's a number of uh, number of them now, but the main one that is really important to talk about is MGO. Um, Nick, can you just explain how the MGO, I suppose, system works? I know it's quite scientific, but in as simple terms as possible, can you explain how it works? Yeah, good question, Marcus. The MGO is abbreviated for methoglyoxal, which that is the actual true test that the scientist uses in the lab. So when they take a, a sample of honey, which we do in our, our honey factory, we'll send it off to a lab. And that what they'll do is they'll test and identify which MGO level that is first. And then the scientists will also have a look at the scale to give us an NPA rating, which then equals the NPA equivalent to the UMF ratings. So with the MGO, MGO is the methoglyoxal, which is 
an indicator on how strong that activity strength is in the honey. All right, this is good. So then for the consumer um, listening to here, we go into our GoVita store. We see the Bee Power Australian Manuka Honey and we see an, a range of MGOs, 30, 83, 263, 514, 830 plus and the rest. Um, Nathan, would you be kind enough to explain um, the differences between those numbers and, and what consumers uh, can know about each one? Yeah, sure. So there is, like you mentioned, there's like five key MGO um, activities that that we sell under the Bee Power brand. Uh, the first one there we have is the MGO 30 Plus, which is a, a great um, Nuka uh, blend, uh, which is perfect for daily use and uh, every uh, and general general everyday health. And then, so when we look at say 30, because I've got on my desk right now, I've got MGO 83 Plus, I've got 263 Plus. I taste them both, and I go absolutely delicious. I could have it in in any. Um, any kind of a meal or snack, and, and we'll talk about your favourite uses later. Uh, but when would you use, say, MGO30, and when would you, say, go for 263? So the MGO30s, you know, I'd say, you know, you can have on, on toast, cereal. Um, you could perhaps even have it with your... Um, I like to have it with uh, Greek yogurt and and berries in the morning. Nice. Um, so there's, you know, different ways that you could you can have it uh, consume it that for breakfast. Um, you'd then more more likely switch to the MGO two six three or the ten plus uh, NPA when this is more for for health and 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 immune support. So when you're feeling a bit flat, um, you know, you could take a, a teaspoon in the morning, and uh, that would that would really help. Now this is something that I'm fascinated by. Nick, you raised it earlier, and again, I'm. I'm definitely fascinated by this, particularly having um, spent some time on on your career where they they really covet their honey so much. Um, is it more say like the 263 and above uh, that you would use to say improve gut health? Um, and you also mentioned earlier that it has say prebiotic type qualities as well, or it can it can help on a prebiotic level. Is it more that you're looking at 263 plus 514 plus to really take advantage of of that kind of power? Yeah, and I think that's a good question, Marcus, too, because when people see MGO30 on a label, they think in comparison to the NPA, 30 is quite high Mm. because we don't have an NPA 30. But when consumers in the store see 30 plus, this is why talking about the MGO level and also educating the consumer, what is 30? What is 830? So... Generally, with a MGO 263, which is an equivalent of a 10 plus, this is where general health starts for, for honey, we believe, with the research that has been done. And then you've got 15 plus, which is an MGO 514, which moves into more of a higher grade antibacterial manuka honey. Yep. And then you've got the MGO 30, which is a equivalent to a 20 plus NPA or UMF which is good for wound care and assist internally for gut health. So we've seen many hospitals have been using it effectively for wound care and also after post-surgery to eliminate the the issues that are having around the the healing of the, the cut and the it's assisting with the wound, um, rapidly helping them to recover. And... That's, that's the benefit of having a high-grade honey. 
Hope you're loving this informative episode on Australian Manuka honey. Now, the great news is that right now, GoVita has an awesome 20% off recommended retail price on Bee Power Australian Manuka MGO varieties. Whether you're after the 30 plus to use as food or the higher MGOs for the natural medicine cupboard, GoVita has you covered with 20% off all Bee Power Australian Manuka MGO varieties. To find your nearest GoVita store, simply go to govita.com.au. Okay, back to the podcast. This is really interesting. So just as a philosophy, uh, say MGO 30 plus is more like a food source and MGO 830 plus is at the end of, say, a medicinal source. So um, 830 plus far more used in, say, like I said, a hospital setting, wound management and the rest. 30 plus goes on your toast, in your smoothies, in your tea and all of the rest of it. Is that is that a, a – I know it's general in nature, but is that a, a simple philosophy yet an accurate one? Yeah, that's a good nutshell of the Manuka honey rating system and obviously it does come down to what you can afford because – there's a different price. There's a there's a huge price difference between MGO30 and MGO830. But I think people just need to know uh, the the scale is there available on our website. The scale will be in store. It will also be on um, advertising and also on our labels. So we just want the consumer to know what they're buying and and also that if they are needing a high grade honey, make sure you look for it on the label correctly because it can cost you a lot of money. Oh, that's really good. And, you know, just for all of the listeners, the, the website will be in the show notes. But if you're in front of your computer right now, all you need to do is go to B Power. That's bwepower.com.au, a great resource for you there. All right, let's talk about the fun stuff and your favorite uses for Manuka honey. Now, is it true, Nick, that you are known to put a bit of Manuka in your coffee? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um I actually do like it in coffee. A lot of people don't. Nathan likes it in his yogurt. Um, some of my customers love it in lemon. lemon yeah, honey the honey and lemon tea. I know our kids are really big on when they've got a sore throat or they're a bit down. It's straight into the Manuka yeah. honey and lemon tea and they absolutely love it. I just wanted to make just one um, one comment on that, putting it in your tea and coffee. You, don't, you just don't want to put it in with the boiling hot water because, you know, you don't want to – destroying the goodness in the honey yep. so maybe wait, wait waiting for it to cool down a little bit or waiting for the tea to, to reach a temperature which is not too hot then then add it in yeah smart now i do also have a world famous uh, raw chocolate pudding cup that is cacao powder and tahini and other wonderful things mixed with some uh manuka honey which i, I might just put the recipe in the show notes because uh it is one of the, if you love your chocolate, you've got to put some Manuka honey with it, folks, and really just enjoy the benefits of a, you haven't mentioned That's this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll share with you. It's my top secret world-class raw chocolate uh, pudding. I have it every morning for morning tea. And um, I must say, with a bit of Australian Manuka in there, it's uh, incredibly delicious. So I'll share that with you guys. I'll pop it in the show notes. Now, um, also consider, folks, you can put Manuka honey in your smoothies, Um in cakes, uh, Nathan mentioned a bit of Greek yogurt and honey, really good on toast, so many different ways. Um, just want to wrap up with, with one question, which, you know, I go from, I, one of the first things I do when I visit someone's house, it might be, it might be uh, viewed as rude, but I just love it. I like to see what people have in their pantries. And what I notice is that some people have their manuka in the pantry, some people have it in their fridge. 
do you have a recommendation on the ideal way to store manuka honey? Well, Marcus, there's no actual right or wrong answer to that. Um, some people can keep it in the fridge. Some keep it in the in the cupboard. Um, the, the key thing is just to not keep it in the direct sunlight. I mean, if people are keeping it in the fridge, they obviously, um, you know, can can crystallise more, and it can be a bit thick and hard to to actually get out of the jar. But uh, perfectly fine uh, either way is is not a problem. Good one. And then what about sun? Because I know well, I've got a lot of windows in. Uh, my house or, you know, in, in that space, what effect, I know people living in the country and maybe anyone just has good natural light, what about the uh, the effect of sunlight um, and honey? Yeah, good question. I mean, we want to keep um, the honey at a room temperature, so not in the direct sunlight. You know, we don't want uh, to be applying too much heat to, to any of the honey, so safely just to, to keep it in the cupboard or the fridge. Ah, good cupboard. work. Good work, guys. You've been awesome joining us all the way from Dubai. You've shared a wealth of information. I feel, uh, I almost feel like I'm a Nuka honey expert. I feel very empowered and uh, have a lot of clarity on the differences, uh, particularly between the MGOs um, and which honey when. So can't thank you guys enough for joining us um, on this edition of the Go Vita podcast. Thank you very much for having us. Nick and Nathan Mayolo all the way over in Dubai. Thank you to all of you, the wonderful listeners of the Go Vita podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, the best thing you can do is to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Show your friends and your family how to listen to podcasts and open up a whole new world for them. Make sure you spread the love by leaving a review in iTunes. Go over to govita.com.au where you can check out the latest Go magazine. That's Go Vita's quarterly magazine with recipes, tips, special offers and more. And remember, when next you're doing your shopping, make sure you do so in one of the 150 Go Vita stores around Australia because at Go Vita, your vitality is our passion. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.